You're listening to the Preacher's Hour podcast. A podcast that dives into culture and society from a young preacher's perspective. I'm Jeffrey Copeland. I teach middle school history. I'm married to my wife, Selena, and I'm a student of the Bible. And I'm Brandon Jackson. I'm married to my wife, Jess. We have three beautiful daughters, and I love to share the gospel with teenagers and help disciple them in their walk. We sit down each week and have conversations about what we've learned, what we're learning, and what we think about current events happening around us. Enjoy. What is up, Preachers Hour family? Hey, hey. Uh, welcome back to another episode. Um, we are here. Yes. Episode 64. 64 through the dough. Um, Finna be making mo. Ooh. Okay. Yeah, that's all I got. Okay. <laughs> Shoot. Let's go. You know. Yeah, man. Uh, thank you guys for joining us um, from wherever you're at. Hopefully, you're having a great week, great day. Yeah. Um. Hopefully you've caught up on all of our previous episodes. We thank you guys who've been like rocking with us faithfully um, this whole time. Day one, shout day out to ones. Hey, shout out to Greer, man. Like, yeah, man. Shout out to Greer. Just became a patron. My, what? You didn't see that? Yeah. Dropping man. dollars, yeah, bro. Man. Okay. Greer's a real one, man. Let's go. So, it's crazy because like, I remember him when we first started and uh, I remember I was like, hey, bro, get on the podcast. And it's like, nah. And then like we asked him when we quote unquote got bigger mm-hmm. and uh <laughs> nah and i asked him uh at av on friday he's like nah, nah. <laughs> i was just like man bro i don't think he ever he's ever gonna get on i don't i don't know okay, god, god couldn't move that one <laughs> <laughs> Come on, God, get Greer in the pocket. God's gonna be like, nah, nah. nah he, ain't doing <laughs> he ain't the one. But he ain't uh, the one. Shout out to Greer, man. Lady He's dog, been faithful man. Love you, bro. Um, so uh, today's topic is uh, I've been thinking about it like all week. Mm. And um, Wednesday had a really cool, unique experience. Um, I was working with uh, me and Patient were teaching the high school kids together. Mm-hmm. On my flip side, yeah, and we were doing like this Q and A. Oh yeah, and uh, man, it was intense. You never told me how that went. It was intense, man. Like I, I I'm still <clears throat> like processing it. I feel like I didn't address this one question like the way I should have. That's kind of mm-hmm. where this is coming from too. So, um, it was going good. Kids were asking questions, and then um, somebody was like. They, they they were sitting next to one of the leaders. And so they were kind of like under their breath saying something. Oh. So the leader was like, okay, I'll ask the question. She's, <laughs> she's awesome too. Shout out to her. And she was like, uh, Jeff, um, can someone live a homosexual lifestyle and be a Christian? And I, I should have like paused and like really like, process the question and process my answer Mm -hmm. but i just kind of like answered really quickly first i was like okay what do you mean by live a homosexual lifestyle and then she like explained it and i was like well um no (laughs) essentially like no essentially yeah and then you know it came off really harsh and patient did a good job of like kind of like smoothing it over mm-hmm. and then i stepped in and I, I was able to like smooth it over but i feel like the damage was already, already done, done yeah at that point 
Um, and then the rest of the Q and A went good, but I was, I've just been like sticking in my mind mm. since since Wednesday. It's just been bugging me, um, and I'm hoping to get another opportunity to like talk to the kids. There's these two in particular that had they were the ones that asked the question. You mm-hmm. could tell they were just kind of like, just kind of jerked up, like taken aback by wait, it. What? Um, well, man, which is crazy because yeah. I mean I don't want to talk about that because it's not our right our episode right. But I think that is a there's a question to dive into mainly. Like those and other questions, because if you say no, you can't live a homosexual lifestyle and be a Christian, then mm-hmm. you can also not be a liar, and you also cannot exactly. be. Exactly, and that's those are some of the follow up questions, and so yeah. we got to get into a lot of really good stuff. Um, but the my main point that I should have, like, um, I hate to say the word attacked the question from, but like I should have answered the question from mm-hmm. was the question of freedom. Right. So that's the name. That's the topic of today's episode is freedom. And so which is such a well, hey, (laughs) (laughs) it's such a like, like heavy topic today, Um, especially, you know, with the, you know, what's transpired over the last few weeks in our country um, with just freedom. That's such a big thing. And then I also got on this rabbit hole the other day. I was listening to Southside Rabbi, hmm. and then they were talking about this. There's this conservative that they listen to that both KB and I mean are big fans of, named David French, and uh, I like him. He's a nice, he's a cool guy. Just the stuff that I've seen, I follow him on Twitter. Okay. And uh, he did these debates with this other conservative guy, who's a Catholic. David French is a Christian, and hmm. they did two debates like over an hour, and I. I literally watched both of them in one day i was just i was in this i was in something i was, awesome. it was in the zone and it's just so interesting to hear people talk about what's going on today as like this is just the worst time ever and and this other the catholic conservative guy his whole point was like we're in a crisis and you know we're under attack and we've got a Blah, blah, blah. And David French was just like, bro, chill. Like, what are you talking about? You think this is unprecedented? Are they both white? uh, No, the Catholic guy is like Iranian, I think. But he's like a recent convert to Catholicism. Oh, wow. Yeah. And um, and it's it. No, the cool thing about David French is that he's woke. He's like, look, we still have a huge systemic racism issue in this country. Oh, let's go. And blah, blah, blah. He's he's cool. I really like him. Like, okay, so that's gonna be my my question. Yeah, I was yeah, like, yeah, yeah. I can definitely. It's interesting to hear, but it's funny. It was him and two other people, and they were the other two guys were not even addressing. They're it's like talking from this place of privilege. Of oh, like, exactly. We've got all these issues, blah blah blah, and it's just like none of this matters in the hood, guys. What are you talking? I about? I mean, the funny thing is when you when people talk about like the <laughs> the country going like in the wrong direction, going mm-hmm. way bad. I'm like, first of all, let's just not forget slavery, mm-hmm. like. Slavery wasn't like an easy thing. It wasn't just like, oh, yeah, we just have slaves and we treat them humanely. No, like yeah. you're ripping people apart limb from limb. You're raping children. You're raping women. Mm-hmm. You're incessing. Like, yeah, but it's, it's just so interesting. That, way like, deeper than that. That French was, he was just trying to get them to see like historically, like this is not unprecedented, number one. Mm-hmm. Like we've been in in equally or if not worse, worse bad <laughs> situations as a country. Yeah. But it was also interesting to just all of them are just so worried about America. And that's it. And I'm just like, even from a a Christian standpoint, (sighs) and I love French was like, look, the most important thing, the only crisis is like, people don't know Jesus. 
Yes. And they were all like, well, yeah, but anyway, but what about blah, blah, blah? And it's just like, and he's just like, bro, like, what? They're so worried about like all this stuff. People don't know Jesus, but there's no, yeah, exactly. And so, and so this concept of freedom, and they're talking about like the First Amendment and like how do we ban certain types of speech and and we have a pornography issue in this country and we're allowing all this LGBTQ plus stuff and just all this stuff they were worried about. And he's like, bro, like the main problem is people don't know Jesus. And so that's also where this is coming from. And just in my mind, just kind of give you guys some background where we're coming from. So, oh, yeah, I love this one. This would be a good one. Yeah. This so, be a good one. so talking about freedom, right, especially that word in America is such a charged word. But like this is not a Christian country. Like I wish we could agree on that. We can't seem to realize that, like, I pray for this country. I mm-hmm. want the country to prosper. I want yeah. it to do well. Amen. But I don't really ultimately care about uh, if it goes up if America's ultimately okay. <clears throat> I, I really don't. Yeah. Because my ultimate citizenship is to the kingdom. Amen. Not to this country. I'm happy to be a citizen here. I'm happy to the things that I get to enjoy, they were really worried about um, religious liberty. That was their main thing. They're so worried about losing religious liberty. And I'm just like, if, I think we said this before, but if religious liberty is essential to you following Jesus, you're not following Jesus. not following Jesus. Not at all. Because the the idea is that you would follow Jesus even if someone told you you couldn't. Yes. You're trying to get the green light from your country to say you can do this so that you continue. But if your country says, no, we can't do that no more. It's illegal to worship. Sorry, God. Yeah, sorry, God. (laughs) I can't do it. They said 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 we couldn't do it. They said if I did it, they're going to take away my food. They're going to take away my (laughs) My children. Yeah. Uh, Yeah. And it's all weird because the the whole trajectory of the Bible goes this way. Yeah. So I'm just like everything like you said, everything is trending towards Jesus. It should we everything. should we should get to a point where where we, when you see things like this, you're like, hey, Jesus come here back. We go. Like here we go. This is happening. Go. It's you really going down. Yeah. So so the idea that like I have it on our bullet points. American freedom versus <coughs> God as our master. Ooh. So we Not I just showed you word. a little bit of the this Francis Chan video. I think it came out a few months ago i didn't actually check the date it's pretty uh-huh. recent but uh man my it wife was... sent it no did i no i found it i sent it to her but man this thing that mug was deep bro. it's just the whole thing is crazy like it really is it, it's a multiple watch type of thing but but he talked about in the beginning that if there is a being that is deciding whether i live or die just even for the next 30 seconds, mm. right? Like, like, let me just stop and try to make my heart beat real quick. Let me just make sure. Wait, I or, have zero control. Or even stop beating. Yeah, let me just stop my heart real quick. Some people can do that, I guess, but it was in a James Bond movie a long time ago. I don't know. <laughs> it's anyway, not real. I don't know if it's real, but anyway. You can't make your heart uh, stop beating. <laughs> but just like, let me just control my internal organs real quick. Bruh. And uh, let me just, you know, keep breathing. So basically, my point is that if if there is a being uh-huh. that is in charge of me being alive, then what I think is irrelevant, Relevant, completely irrelevant. Like, it really doesn't matter what I want Not at to all. do 
I should probably listen to this being that's keeping me alive and like try to, you know, figure out what what's going on with him or, Mm -hmm. you know, that's just that's the basic premise that I want to start with that. I should have started my conversation with the kids like, yeah, are we really in control? Do we get to choose to be a do we get to choose a mm -hmm. certain lifestyle to live? Yeah. Am uh, I in control just in general? Mm-hmm. No. Not at all. None of us are actually in control. Even if you live outside of God. Yes, even if you even live, if like, you quote, unquote, outside of God. God. Okay, cool. Are you in control? Man, no. So if all. I'm not and someone is, yes. I need to go figure out what's up with them. I need to, you know. Get that I, handled. Something. Like, we got to talk. Person that's actually in control of everything. <laughs> right? Because of the, the risk that we run... Uh, whenever we think about God and him being sovereign uh, and then not listening is him saying, oh, so you recognize that I'm sovereign mm-hmm. and you're choosing to live however you want to. OK, cool. Let me. Yeah. <laughs> Goodbye. <laughs> I mean, <laughs> like that. That's the that's the risk you run. So even even for us as like followers of Jesus, mm-hmm. uh, we run that risk every time that we blatantly disrespect or or uh, sin. Like anytime that we just say. Yeah, I know this is wrong, but I'm going to do it anyways. Like, you run the risk of losing your life at that second. Like, yeah, I mean, that's... Man. So, so there is a being, right? Now, now, you know, I can hear people say, so how do you get from there is a being that's in control to the God of the Bible? That's a huge leap. So why not Allah? Why not the gods of Hinduism? Mm. You know, why, why the God of the Bible? Why do we automatically go here? <clears throat> How can I trust the Bible? How can I trust a whole bunch of stuff? And it's just, for me, it's a, it's actually a pretty simple answer. But like, what is it for you? Uh, it's a, I don't know, because you said you're just simple, so yeah. I'm like, <laughs> I think I'm missing something here, because I don't, I don't, I don't find it simple. Uh, not yet, anyways. I mean, there's. There's the fact that like I was raised to to believe this, mm-hmm. and uh, and eventually I had to get to a point where I had to believe it for myself. So like mm-hmm. I was raised in church, um, but honestly through through not just only the experiences I've had, but even through like the people that have had experiences that I haven't mm-hmm. had, like Uncle Rod to, mm-hmm. uh, just mm-hmm. went into surgery. Mm-hmm. Um, shout out to Uncle Rod. Shout out to God man. for bringing our boy through the surgery, man. two surgeries, two surgeries, and he was man, able to walk. Man. Yeah, uh, without man. any pain like that's just literally a miracle uh so god thank you so much thank for that uh we bless your name yes we get all kojic and pentecostal mm-hmm. in here but we'll contain ourselves with the podcast <laughs> um but when i see people like that and knowing what they believe and knowing how they respond to uh the bads that happen the bad things that happen in their mm-hmm. life i'm fully convinced that they're that the god of the bible is real mm-hmm. uh even when I learned, I think I was like 16, when I learned that God had a real name. And I remember thinking like, oh my gosh, like, I didn't know your name was Yahweh. Like, I had no mm-hmm. idea mm-hmm. for all, all my life I thought your name was God. Mm-hmm. Uh, and now that it's not, like, now I know you have an actual name, I believe you even more. Mm-hmm. Um, and I know that you're trying to reveal yourself to me mm-hmm. uh, and to the rest of humanity. Um, and this is why I believe. I, I just, I have the, I, I have this notion in my in my mind that everything that has happened in my life has been because of him. And when I look back, it's like everything that he said in the Bible has come to pass in my own life. Amen. So 
I don't have any reason to doubt it. Uh, he's never given me a reason to. There are things that I definitely struggle with. Like yes. there's things in the Bible I'm just like, huh? Uh, yeah. I don't know if I can rock that way. Like yeah. I, I want to. Like <laughs> like the whole yeah. like try Jesus, don't try mm-hmm. me. Yeah. Like I don't know. Turn the other cheek. How many times? Like I don't. Yeah. We'll forgiving. Come, how many yeah. times? Yeah, we'll come back to that. That's good, B. Yeah. So yeah. So experience is a big one. Like mm-hmm. I, there's just things even in my short time, I've experienced the God of the Bible. I've experienced the things that the Bible says. So I can't unexperience those things. I can't deny yeah. those things. For me, the simple part, what I was saying was simple, is the fact that Jesus came back from the dead. Like, oh, yeah. So, and recorded it. This is what I'm saying. <laughs> like, this, this guy who said all these things, did all these mm-hmm. things, believed the Old Testament. Yeah. He believed the Old Testament. And then he gets crucified, dies, comes back, and appears to hundreds, hundreds. of people, right? Hundreds of people. There mm-hmm. are sources outside the Bible that confirm that, not just in the Bible. Yeah. And then he leaves, and his followers start spreading this, this amazing faith, and they get persecuted and die, die. horrible deaths, Man. and they don't denounce it. They... You're not going to do that for something that you believe, you know is a lie. No. No one does that. No one dies for right? a lie. No one dies for a lie. So either Jesus is the greatest <laughs> magician of all time, or he actually, actually died did. and came back. Facts. Right? Because people literally died for that. Mm-hmm. So, and again, the fact that that guy believed in this makes me believe, believe in that. that. You come yeah. back from the dead, you have my attention. <laughs> Period. Like, you have credibility in my eyes. Yeah. And so, and then the fact that that same Jesus sent the Holy Spirit to me mm-hmm. and I've had experiences with the Holy Spirit. And like I said, that these there's things in here that line up with my experiences. That's why I go to the God of the Bible as the creator, as the one who's in control. Mm-hmm. And so logically, again, this God is in control. I've already acknowledged that I am not in control and he is. Yeah. I should probably listen to what he has to say. Right? Yeah. Which means you got to read the Bible. Am I free? Are we free? Oh. Okay. That hey. is the thing. Are we free? So, and it's, which is weird because the, the, and this is just my take. The freedom that we, that we have, that we think we have, mm-hmm. is not actually freedom. It's actual bondage. Mm-hmm. And then what God provides to us is actual freedom. But the devil has gotten so good as like twisting that up and making it seem like what we want to do is freedom. When God's like, no, nah, like, uh, first of all, we've already established that you are the one that is in control. Mm-hmm. We've already established that you are the God of the Bible. Therefore, if you say what is freedom, then I have to believe that that is truly freedom. Man. But honestly, if I'm if I'm just being real with y'all, uh, I'm, I don't think that's freedom. Sometimes, sometimes I look at the Bible like, no, that's bondage, mm-hmm. and. Which is funny because I even think that that God even relates back, relates us to bondage to Him, uh, because that's this is how we that's how we have to understand it. Uh, we don't understand being being told to do something and it being a free thing, like a a, a good thing. Or mm. if someone tells you, uh, you know, go and sell all your possessions and then come and follow me, like you don't think that to be freeing. You're like, no, mm-hmm. you're trying to put me into poverty like yeah. you're trying to like bound me to this thing that i don't want to be a part of but the truth is if, if and this is the the rich young ruler um mm-hmm. story 
if he would have done that, he would have experienced real freedom mm. from his own possessions that are the ones that are actually keeping him bound up. Come and on. it's like uh, we we just have a misconception of what freedom really looks like. That's good. And uh, we got to get back to like understanding the Bible. And then if you if we if you are really read the Bible, you will see so many people who who had everything or who had a bunch of stuff and like gave it up and started, went to go follow God, follow Yahweh, follow Jesus. And like their their lives were radically changed. The things mm-hmm. that they thought they cared about, mm-hmm. they found out they didn't care about. And this is yeah. where we are in America, where we care about things that don't matter yeah. at all. At all. Like yeah. someone taking away your subscriptions, someone blocking you from Twitter, someone like, <laughs> like come on, like that's yeah, not persecution. Man. That's not like that's none oh, of that kind of stuff. We're being persecuted for the gospel. <laughs> like, come on, man. Yeah. That's man. That's really good. So. One question that I would love to ask people, too, is like, do you believe that the world definition of freedom, right? Because you just talked about like, you know, some people would call things that are bad, good and call good, bad Mm -hmm. in the last days. Right. So should we have absolute freedom? Heck no. Right. I think (laughs) every single person, even the most. Like heinous of people, liberal, LGBTQ plus writer, like even the most would agree. Okay, we sh- absolute freedom obviously is bad. Yes, right. The question is where <clears throat> do we draw the line, and who gets to draw the line? Mm. That is the question. Yeah, because <laughs> which is funny because the question would like answer itself mm-hmm. if you say that the, that we can't have absolute freedom. That means that. No one in humanity has the ability to draw the line to where that is. Because if if humanity has the has the say in where that line is drawn, that means that uh, if a, if a pedophile wants to draw the line at you know you know three years old is too yeah. young, but other than that, yeah. everything's fair game. Yeah. Once you hit that's that where three it goes. And a half? Come well, on, you know? <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like that's yeah, exactly. that's that's humanity's mm-hmm. uh, definition of absolute freedom. Absolutely. So if we get like if we try to say, oh, I get to set my own, mm-hmm. uh, my own line for you know yeah, where truth is relative. No, nah. if do. that's the case, then just speak your truth. Bro. I can do whatever mm-hmm. I want, and then if my truth hurts yours mm-hmm. or 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 goes mm-hmm. against yours, who cares? Which one is true at that point? I'm I'm gonna do me. Yeah. Like I'm still gonna do me. I mean the 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 craziest thing, and I don't know, people probably have used this a lot, but Hitler thought he was doing the right thing. Like I just Facts. want one people to understand. Like mm-hmm. he didn't think he was I'm doing, doing anything. what I got to do for the German people. I'm trying to make this a better place. Like Even in order I'm to from do Austria. that, <laughs> <laughs> I'm trying to do yeah. the right thing, and this is how I think we should accomplish right. doing the right, right thing. And this is literally what even like I love like my LGBT uh, community. Like you guys are definitely image bearers. Like we mm-hmm. love absolutely, uh, we love you as people. But I I have to caution because it's like. If you don't like understand where the line is drawn, and you think that you could determine your own freedom, even for my for my heterosexuals, like yes. you can't determine no, your own line. If you yeah. do, you're gonna mess it up for somebody else, and that's not how the kingdom of God works. Yeah, and and that's that's the point I wish I would have made is that we're all we're all in the same boat. It's mm-hmm. not just you know, oh, LGBTQ plus people have the worst sin or the they're the only ones who are messing this up no nah. everybody's messing it up now going back to the first point if there is a being that's in control he's got to be the one to draw the line to draw the line right and so 
when it comes to freedom, like if God is our master, God is a king, right? He is a Lord. He's the Lord. Mm -hmm. The moment I have a master or a king or a Lord, once you start using words like that, freedom's not really. It's, it's an afterthought. <laughs> like no one, point. no one would ever say that. Like if you committed to being a servant of a mm -hmm. master or a Lord, you don't, you don't bring up freedom. Like you that, don't, not no. as, not as a servant. The master can bring up yes. freedom. You like you, you bringing up freedom is disrespectful. Mm -hmm. You having a master, you having a lord, you having a king, and even if you told a king who like just had like a country, like a rule in the country, and he, even if he's a really good king, mm -hmm. you would not go to him and be like, "Yeah, hey king, I know you rule this country, but like, I just want my freedom." <laughs> like that's still extremely disrespectful. Sorry, you're what? You're what? Yeah. You want a what? Like you have, all, like I gave you this mm -hmm. to do whatever you want on your land. Like, why do you come to me with asking for freedom when I've already provided? Like, I'm providing for you. If it wasn't for me, you wouldn't have. So, mm -hmm. no, no, you don't get freedom. You don't get to do whatever you want. Uh, not just because it's disrespectful to me for you. It's disrespectful to me that you even ask, but also that your freedom will hurt other people. And I know that you don't think that's going to hurt other people, but mm -hmm. I created all this. So I yeah. know what hurts people and what doesn't. Yeah, man. It's it's just the concept of like, number one, like it's, this is what's crazy. I'm trying to like wrap my mind around this. So we've been created by mm -hmm. this being who's in control and he's allowed us to think that we're in control. He's actually allowed people, his creation to number one, not believe that he exists. <sighs> And number two, think that they're in control, right? And he's even created a program essentially like, hey, how about I let you guys volunteer to be my servant and volunteer to let me be your master? King? Even though I am, it's just reality. <laughs> I am in control of you, but he's allowing us to basically sign up for it. That's weird. That's crazy to think about, right? So once I sign up, once I say, okay, God, I want to be a Christ follower. I want to be a Christian. I have just signed away my freedom. Once I'm going to call him Lord, mm -hmm. at that point, what I want and what I think and my opinions and my feelings are irrelevant. That's a hard thing for Americans to grasp. Which is crazy because I, I think uh, being, being a, a former soldier, mm. it's... Like when you when you join the military, bro. Like, you don't like even your off time. You, it's not your. Mm -hmm. You can't you can't do what other people can do. Like, uh, and and you're you're because you you're under the government. You're in the federal government. Like, it's all the rules that apply to you are all federal rules. Mm -hmm. So all federal laws. So you have to abide by them no matter where you live. No matter where. Like, if you signed up for this, you are a part of the federal government. We own you basically. <laughs> exactly. And I remember there was like things that. Uh, that you, that were illegal that wouldn't necessarily be illegal like when marijuana became legal in in uh, certain states mm -hmm. it was still illegal still for a soldier federal yeah law. so yeah. any anybody who was uh in the military i don't care if you lived in denver colorado you lived wherever mm -hmm. and they passed it and like oh we can smoke no you can't smoke you can't. if you got <laughs> caught if you smoked weed and then you uh what they did call the pop top did a drug test and your dirt drug, drug test was dirty Bro, you're, you could be court-martialed. Like, you thought going to jail was bad. <laughs> you want to go to military prison? 
Nah. So it's, it's always a thing that I, uh, when I think about just like freedom, it's okay. Yes, we can live in America where there are certain freedoms that are given to us by this country. But because we call ourselves like once we signed up for God, now we are citizens of his kingdom. Therefore, I don't care what this nation says is okay. It's not okay for you to do. So do whatever you want. Say whatever you want. Um, but if you go against what the God has already said, you've already you you've broken the law. Mm-hmm. You've broken His law, um, and you're under a different type of jurisdiction. So even the punishments are harsher. Good way to put it. So I I I find it crazy that many Americans or Christian Americans or American Christians, mm-hmm. so I don't know how to put it, yeah. but uh, they believe that like you know things are being taken away from them. But the the reality is, like, some of the things that are being taken away, you should have never had in the first they place. They already had been taken away once you <laughs> signed up. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, it's 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 a very difficult, uh, I think, reality that I don't know if enough American Christians fully process or fully appreciate or fully think about. I think we've allowed ourselves as Americans first to believe that, no, like, God is is cool with this. He he's not gonna infringe upon our my freedom because mm. I'm American, and freedom is everything. So God's cool with that. So yeah, God, we voted for you. So just <laughs> you know what I'm don't go against what we want because we'll we vote you out. Voted for you. You know what I'm saying? And make sure our guy wins uh, when we vote because that's the most Christian American thing you can do is to vote, right, oh God? Gosh. And God's just like no, which is funny, like. We really reduce God to mm-hmm. the God of America. Like, yeah. We've said God bless America so many times. We think that we're the only country mm-hmm. that exists. And we got to call everybody else's angels. The <laughs> African and South American <laughs> angels got to come here to help us to with help our us stuff. With, you know what I'm saying? It's just like, yo, God owns the, the galaxy. <laughs> like universe, bro. Like, I'm like, okay. He's not worried about one out of 190 countries', countries election. That's only been here for 200 years. Yeah, y'all got to chill. <laughs> Okay, come on now. I gotta literally see a guy just like, what is wrong with you? Yeah. Like I look at this is probably not even I probably shouldn't say this at all, but <laughs> my middle child, man, sometimes she does things that just completely blows my mind. I'm like, so this morning they said they wanted cereal. I'm like, all right, cool. I walk into the kitchen and my middle child is eating cereal with a bowl of tuna next to her. And she's having cereal and tuna and crackers. And I'm like, what is wrong with you? <laughs> like, in what universe does fish and milk go together? Like, I'm just not understanding how this works. Like, she was, and then she just like happy as all. Like, mm-hmm. this, this is the greatest thing in the world. This is fantastic. And I'm like, that is gross. But I look at it as a father, and I look, and I, I look at this at that example, and then talk about like America. Mm-hmm. I can see God just being like. What is what are, y'all what are you doing? Yeah. This is not what I told you to do. Like you are completely off track and you and and you know what? I need to step in and do something. Mm-hmm. I need to show you guys that like you are completely off track. And the way I'm going to do that is how are we going to do it? I don't know how he's going to do it, but yeah. just taking your person out of place, like taking Trump out of the mm-hmm. White House to get you to realize that you're not in control, that you don't have, you do whatever you want. Uh, COVID-19, mm-hmm. you can't do whatever I'm you want. constantly show you guys that you are not in control. Come on. And uh, hopefully America will get it. Yeah, hopefully. Man. So we, we got a lot to cover. We're going to take a break, but we have a lot to talk about yeah. after the break.
Hey, what's up, guys? Hey, uh, this is a commercial for Preacher's Hour. How to pay the uh, bills? Yeah, our <laughs> our Patreon, guys. So uh, we talked about it a little bit in some episodes, but uh, this is the actual commercial for it. So we have a Patreon. They have a website as well as an app that you can get. Um, and we have two tiers on our Patreon. If you know how Patreon works, if you watch other YouTubers, everyone has it. My brother has one. Heck, of people are using it. So we have a donation tier, which is three dollars a month. You don't get any extra perks. You're literally just helping us out. We just would love it. We, we appreciate, appreciate it. it. We um, appreciate it. And then we have a five dollar a month tier, and that one you would get access to um, our YouTube live that we would do. So we're gonna start doing. We did an Instagram live before. We're gonna start doing YouTube lives, and they'll only be for our five dollar a month Patreons. Um, and they'll be able to do like live Q and A's with us and it'll just be really interactive. So if you don't want to miss out on that, hit on our Patreon real quick. The link will be in the description of our episodes. Uh, it's pre- patreon.com slash preachers hour. If you need more information, hit us up on Instagram. Yeah. Help us out. Yeah, man. All right. Back to your regular scheduled program. We're going to have to push it along. Yeah, man. All right. So we are back from the break. Yeah. Um, so. Or we left off talking about, you know, freedom and, and God being our master, God being our master. So I think that line, the line does like who gets to draw the line. Yeah. I think, I think a lot of American, a lot of just people, even if you're not a Christian, especially not a Christian, you're hearing this and you're just like, this sounds stupid. (laughs) Like I, I get to decide for myself. I'm a, you know, I'm an independent, whatever, blah, 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 blah. Independent black okay. woman. Yeah, I don't, I don't know, whatever you think. But just just considering the prospect that you're not in control, that there's a being that is in control, right? The question is, am I going to trust this being? Am mm. I going to trust that this being knows what they're doing? Yeah. And that they know what's best. And so... It comes down to, you know, Jesus and following him. Mm. This is something that we don't talk about. All we talk about is you need to get saved. He's just your savior. And we stop. Trying to get saved. (laughs) We stop at savior, but we don't talk about, okay, I am a Christ follower. Follower. That means he is leading me. That's why I don't even like the word saved. Like, I understand the concept, but like it, it. It makes people believe they've arrived. Yeah. Check. Done. Mark, you know, check and that's box, just check. not the truth. Yeah. Like you've just started. Like yeah. that's. Just, <laughs> so, literally. hey, come on, we're going. That's basically. exactly. I mean, imagine like I'm following somebody and then they turn. <laughs> I have to turn. turn. Like there's no. Well, listen, I feel. No, <laughs> no, we're going this way. Are you coming? I feel like, like this is no. That's that's what we don't get about this whole following thing. Dang, that's good. Jeff. Is that. That's why Jesus says, if you're going to be one of mine, you have to deny yourself and take up your cross and follow me. That does not mean you get to vote. That does not mean you get a say or you have an opinion. You are following. You have just given up your rights at that point. Your rights are gone. Where you're going, I'm going. Period. That's it. Hey, I need you to go to this town. Mm-hmm. Let's go. Let's We're go. Going. That's it. There's no There's no debate. There's no Jesus, listen. Do I, you understand? Like do I you have understand? dreams. <laughs> like there are things that I want to do. <clears throat> then you shouldn't have signed up to follow me. me. Go do what you want to do, do, but you're not my follower. Yeah. That's what that's that's the big misconception that America has that we 
somehow are included in this American dream. Like mm. we're not like we you don't get the luxury of being able to choose your dream. Now, whatever gift God has given you, whatever talent mm. he has given you, it is for his it glory. His. It's for <laughs> yeah. him. It's not for mm-hmm. you. You can't just be like, oh, yeah, like I'm a great singer. So I'm going to go like make it big, go make it big, mm-hmm. make, you know, make a song that doesn't glorify God and just do whatever. I'm not saying like all your all your songs, all your whatever has to be explicitly Christian, but your talent has to be given honor to God, giving glory to God, mm-hmm. because that's who owns it. Yeah, and that's who you're following. And that's who you're following. So, I mean, this... You don't get a choice, man. This is the most amazing thing about <clears throat> our God, is that even though he's in control, even though he's one keeping us alive, he mm-hmm. actually does give us the freedom, quote-unquote, yeah. to choose. We get to choose if we're going to follow him or not. But once you make the decision... That's it. Yeah. yeah. There's like, no there's no halfway wishy-washy. Either you're following him or, or you're, you're not. not. That's why I love the word follow. Like, yeah. It, it, it means way more. Like, we just take it at service value. Yeah. Well, I subscribe. Yeah. Jesus, I hit the subscribe button. You can't follow. Like you guys should on our YouTube page. Let's go. <laughs> uh, but you can't literally follow somebody. You can't. Like, someone comes up to you and says, like, hey, follow me. All right, cool. And then you just stay in the same spot. Mm-hmm. Like that's this is what I think about when I think about believers or people who like become Christians or become believers in Jesus and they don't grow. Yeah. It, like you stopped following. Did you ever start following them? Like, <laughs> but is that your fault? Did we not tell you what you signed up for? Did we not oh. teach you? Like Jesus said, go make disciples and teach them mm-hmm. everything I commanded. And then he says in Luke, like, why do you guys call me Lord if you don't do what, do what I, I command? Like, like Francis in the video used the example. Of oh, that was fantastic. When he was like, your master says, hey, wash my car. And you say, no, master. <laughs> Those two things don't go together. Why are you Never. calling me master if you're not doing what I'm I say? Mm. Don't use the word. No. Like, I'm don't not your master. call me Lord if I'm, I'm not gonna... your Lord. Yeah, like, so. Heavenly is... consultant. <laughs> I mean, yeah, Jesus. You know, I want you to just help me as I do what I want to do. That's not what this is. No, not at all. So when it comes to any anything in life, whether it's it's you know that question that that, that those young people <clears> ask <throat> me, like, can I live a homosexual lifestyle and follow and be a Christian? That we, so yeah, we need to define, define yeah. Christian because is that uh, there are billions of people literally on this planet who consider themselves Christians? Christians yeah, but does that mean you are a Christ follower? It's not the same. Because if I'm following Jesus, Mm -hmm. then no, because I don't get to. There's a lot of things I don't get to do at that point. I think this is uh, even getting back. I remember getting back to some of the basic terms uh, that we don't use as often. But I remember uh, there was a group of a youth group or college ministry or something like that. They came to AV Hmm. uh, and they were from a Russian church Hmm. and they had. They don't say like I was saved. They say I I've been repentant for however many mm-hmm. years. And I remember when they first said it, I was like, "Dang, that holds that weight." Like, holds a lot of weight. It As changes it then like being repentant changes from being saved because like being saved means like okay, done. But being repentant is an ongoing thing. Like you you don't just repent once. Like you're mm-hmm. in a repentant lifestyle. So like everything you do, every time you mess up, every time you're always going back to the Lord. Uh, and turning towards him. And I think this is something that we missed. This is something that we missed with the word Christian. Hmm. Because Christian 
should mean follower. Yes. Should mean Christ like. Yeah. But now it's just it's just a title. Literally. Literally. Just it's a, just a, an, almost an empty term. Yeah, like I'm a Christian. Well now like you need to define that. Yeah. Like you're what Christian? What kind of Christian? Mm-hmm. Like even for me, when I'm talking to people who I know like uh people who don't go to church, or if I'm mm-hmm. talking to someone who I know is like a new believer or even like a non believer but mm-hmm. like trying to get to know God, I don't say Christian. And not like I know people are gonna be like, "Oh my God, you gotta be you know proud of who you are." Whatever. I don't want them to be mis misled. I think uh, shout out to Emma, our homegirl Emma. On mm. the flip side, she made this distinction on that on Wednesday. She was like, in California, because there's so much like just pseudo spirituality, mm-hmm. it's almost bad to say Christian. Yeah. But if you were to go to the East Coast and go to like Boston, which is like oh. New England, which is like the most spiritually dead place in America, Dang. you have to say Christian. Got you. Because it's like, well, you're a what? Mm-hmm. It actually holds weight there. Got you. You know, so our, our context uh, also determines, determines like, what, what we, makes it, yeah. what we say. But yeah. I do like the term Christ follower or repent because because mm-hmm. that's what I am. And I exactly. think it, it, it narrows it because this should be something very narrow as jesus says it's a narrow way yeah we'll get to that so the concept of denying ourselves right because this is the thing that that i wish i would have gotten to in the conversation about specifically about a homosexual lifestyle whatever you want to call it every single one of us is asked to deny ourselves Mm -hmm. we talked about this a little bit i think in the identity episode yeah yeah i remember that one where it's like on the surface it would seem that god is asking Homosexuals, homosexuals give up to more. give up something more than the rest of us. Yeah, but it's just not the case because it's like I was thinking about this too. Like, but they don't get to get married, bro. <laughs> Marriage is hard, oh, fam. Like, like it's, you don't realize like what you're being spared tough. from almost. <laughs> like, you don't have to get married. Yeah, I mean, being married is fantastic. It's great. But it's not. But it's not easy. It's not a thing that. It's weird that it's even coveted. Like, yeah, it's not the goal. No, not at all. And it's not the cure for homosexuality not either. Not at so, all. Like, I think this is one thing that we miss when we're talking uh, to people who belong to the LGBTQ community, plus community, uh, is that we think there's a cure. Like, a, there's no cure for mm-hmm. homosexuality. There's not the only thing. The only thing that cures homosexuality is the same thing that cures all Everything. sin, yeah, which is Jesus. Jesus. Yeah. Like. That's the only thing that works. And it's not a fact of uh, denying yourself so that you can just be free from homosexuality or just mm-hmm. be free from this certain sin. Your love for Jesus becomes so much so that you detest things that are not of him. Mm-hmm. So this is, yeah, yeah, so this is why it becomes, it becomes easier the more that you love him. The more you love you give to Jesus, the, the less love you have for everybody else. Like, that's just the way human beings are created. Yeah. Uh, so even uh, what Francis Chan, Francis Chan said in the video is that we have... I'm going to play it right now. Oh, yeah. Part. Yeah. So we have, like, the... We we have to... Our love for him will look like hate to, the, to everyone else we love mm-hmm. because we will go against whatever our mom says, mm-hmm. whatever our dad say, whatever our pastor says, if it does if not it line up with Jesus. what Jesus says. Yeah, I, I think... Love is a better motivator than punishment or fear. Yeah. So, like, because we, we, 
with the with the kids, we got on the topic of like going to hell and talking about hell, but we mm-hmm. didn't really stay there. And it's something that I've expressed to <clears> some <throat> of the kids, and I've said it on this podcast too when we had patient on. It's just like going to heaven or not going to hell is not the point. Mm. Those are not the things that motivate me. It's mm. I'm gonna get to see oh, Jesus yeah. face to face. Man, I don't care where that takes place. <laughs> I don't care if Jesus is going to be on the bottom of the ocean for eternity. That's where I'm going to be. Because hey. he's there. God is my reward, not heaven. Mm-hmm. And I'm not like, I just hope I don't have to go to hell. I don't want to go to hell. I'm trying to avoid hell. That's not, not a good, good motivator. No. That's not going to stop you. But like the fact that I love Jesus and I love God, I don't want to hurt him. Mm-hmm. That's going to be my better motivation to not do certain things or to go against his commands. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? I think that's the that's just honest, man. And and anytime that you do get to a point where you're just like, uh, I want to do you know the wrong thing. Anytime that you really love somebody, I, I for whatever listener was listening, if you've ever been sprung before, mm. like if you've ever been like T pain sprung, <laughs> girl, you got me. Uh, you understand. <laughs> you understand what it's like to like denounce all. Other, I mean, I remember. I would uh I would literally like Trust stop me, yeah you would stop everything hanging out with cut the boys off friends, cut off friends like, like look, <laughs> y'all don't understand <laughs> like this is this is the one this is yes. and and even like when Jessica and I like first got married like this was like I mean we had to get to a healthy space but it really was like yo I don't care what nobody mm-hmm. say like I forsake all, all others it, <laughs> like you are the one mm-hmm. me and you they ain't going to bed with me at night Dang, like, and it looks like hate. It, our, my else. my sister who's like my my uh she's like right underneath me uh and when jessica and i like made it official that we we're like really gonna like do this thing together and get married and stuff i remember like she was pissed she was like well what about us like how are we gonna function like this is a this is me and you it's not me and you in the third wheel and i was like that third wheel is my wife like She's not a third wheel. Like, you're the third wheel now. Mm-hmm. And I just remember her just being like, this, what? It's <laughs> like, I feel you, sis. But like, and then she got married. And it's like, okay, yeah. now we understand. But the relationship is completely different. Like, yes. me and my sister were ace boom coons, man. Let me, we did all the dirt together. Like, that was me, me and my homie. And uh, once I got married, it changed. And I, and though the transition was even hard for me, I think it was, it was beneficial for both of us because we were able to grow up. We were able to like have our own families and now we can live apart from each other. Now she lives in South Carolina and I live in Fresno. But like anytime that we link up, oh, it's it's just like old times. Mm-hmm. And then we go back. It's like, all right, you go to your husband. I go back mm-hmm. to my wife. And yeah, that's the way it goes. Yeah, man. So let me play this part. Uh, this is some deep stuff, man. One of the hardest things to do as a Christian is... Uh, it's, it's not just denying yourself, your own desires, but it's when you love someone, you really love a person, and you see that the way they're living contradicts what God says. And what I wrestle with, I still wrestle with it, is I love being loved. I love when someone loves me back right and being accepted and and so there are times when i want someone's approval i want their friendship 
And yet, for me to love them means I have to tell them what this book says because I want them to be right with God. Mm-hmm. They're going to stand before God one day. And, and there are times that God tells me, you know, an open rebuke, you know, the Bible says is better than a hidden love. And to truly love someone is to, to tell them, look, you're going to stand before this God and here's what he says. And there, there's times when God, God tells the people, look, I didn't come to bring peace. He says, I came to bring a sword and I'm going to divide, you know, father from mother, from kid to, you know, wife. Like Jesus says, you're going to have to make a choice. There are times when my love, you you know, my love for you and your love relationship with me is going to interfere with this love you have for other people. And at at those times, you're going to have to take a stand. And are you going to be ashamed of my words because you want this relationship with this person so badly? Or are you going to follow me? Jesus says, unless you hate your father, mother, wife, kids, you can't be my disciple. His point is your love relationship with me has to be number one. There can't even be a close number two. Like your love for them has to look like hatred. And so there are times when I've had to say things to people based upon the word of God. And it's so painful because I love these people so much. And I know they're going to hate me. I know they're going to reject me. I, I, I mean, but that's, that's, that was Jesus's life. Like he was willing to preach truth, even if it meant rejection, his crucifixion. That, that's, that's a life of every prophet, basically, in the Old Testament is like, I'm going to preach truth, even though I know you're going to kill me. But this is the most loving thing I can say to you. And my commitment to God is first. And so there have been times when I've had to address friends on divorcing their wives and going, oh, dude, you can't go through with this. Hmm. You don't have biblical grounds. And. I look at passages like Matthew 18 or uh, 1 Corinthians, I believe it's 5, where he says, you know, if anyone calls himself a brother but continues in these sins without repentance, don't even associate with them. It's like, oh, God, this is one of my best friends, but he's leaving his wife for this other girl, and... You know, I, I've looked friends in the eye and go, look, if you can't keep calling yourself a Christian and move in this direction. Mm. And if you do, like, biblically, I can't even associate with you. And I love you. Man, you know I love you. You know how many years we've been friends. And I'd do anything for you but my commitment to God. And, and I've had friends like, like this close to my face going, you're telling me. Yes, like that's how seriously I take God's words and this commitment to him. And it's tough. Those have been some of the toughest times in my Christian walk Mm. in following him. Man. My goodness. That like speaks for itself. I'm just like, do, do we value Basically, is is Jesus worth it? Is 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 your desires 
your dreams, your yeah. whatever you want to do. Yeah, yeah. Is that more important to you than your relationship with Jesus? And that's the question that you have to answer for yourself. Like, do I care more about pursuing this? Whatever it, whatever is, it is, if yeah. Jesus says it's a sin, yeah. if whether you know it's homosexuality or whatever, or even if it's not, as or even if, if just... I'm like married to my wife, but I, I fall in love with somebody else, mm-hmm. and I'm like, like what's more important to me, my relationship with Jesus or this thing? Yeah, because it could even be something that's not inherently evil, like Facts. your own dream. Like, yes, Jesus mm-hmm. could be calling you to be a missionary, but you want to build a Fortune 500 company. Mm-hmm. Like, it's gonna be successful. Listen. I have a great yeah. idea. It's mm-hmm. gonna work. And it might. And it might. Or you could have already be doing it. And, he, yeah. and, and, and he then said, he calls you. I want you. you to leave this. Yeah. Like, and follow me. Give up everything you got. Listen, man. Jesus, you're great and all. But uh, <laughs> this money that I'm making. It's, and if you're honest with yourself, this should be a hard decision. Mm-hmm. Like, it shouldn't be the type that's like, oh, definitely, Jesus. Like, you don't get that until you've already been in this relationship for a minute. Like, mm-hmm. I've been a believer. Like, a, I've been a follow. I've been following Jesus uh, for since i was 24 so Mm -hmm. seven years Mm -hmm. and now i can tell you yeah jesus is better than anything else worth it yeah it's worth it but if you don't know if you don't know if you'd have told me this at 24 i'd have been like yeah i mean i know he's cool i know he's cool and you know i'll i'll rock with him when i'm older i was i was literally on that tip when i was 24 like when i'm when i'm old yeah i'm definitely gonna get back into church i'm gonna be Mm. doing but like he wasn't worth it back then because I didn't know his worth. Mm-hmm. If I'm honest, I didn't know how, I didn't know the value of Jesus mm-hmm. until I was older, until I like experienced him for reals. Now it's like a no brainer. But that that like my dreams, mm-hmm. uh, you know, and not even my dreams. Like I've been thinking about this. Like this person, like dreams are one thing, but like a person, yes, like uh, uh, that's what he's saying. Like when you love somebody, <sighs> when your heart is committed to somebody. Oh, that like, that's really hard. Like it could be your own family, as Jesus mm-hmm. says. Like if you don't hate your, hate your family, when it comes to comparing their relationship with you to it is with me. Like you know, I mean, that's about loyalty. Like who are you loyal, loyal to? to? You know, I think about like people who live in persecuted countries. Yeah, like them claiming Jesus, them following Jesus, is not just a death sentence for them. It could be a death sentence for their whole family. Like, they could be like, no, like, do not follow Jesus because you're going to put your little sister in harm's mm-hmm. way. Like, they're going to come looking for you and they're going to come through us. Mm-hmm. Don't do this. And then, like, how do you make that? De- and this is the thing about God is like, he's on all levels. You, yes. Like, we think, okay, cool, like, dreams, whatever, because we're in America. We have the, mm-hmm. we, we are afforded that luxury. Yes. So that's our biggest <laughs> sacrifice. But what about my. What about what I want to do? Yeah. What about you lose your entire right. family? Your entire family turns their back, back on, on you. Like in India, dude. Like where you literally yeah. lose everything. To, they don't want. They don't want. Social. You can't even live with them. Mm-hmm. Can't like, even talk to them. Nothing. Like I heard the gospel. Like you'd have to. I'm. There's just like a million things you can do, but I'm thinking, you'd have to like find other Christians. Yes, you, ha- like, you have to get a new family. Literally, like yeah. God, you you have to give it to me. I don't have yeah. no one else. Yeah. Like I've I'm chose you, and I think you have to bring it. That to goes me. to my the next point of like commands versus promises. So I think a lot of people mm-hmm. who are turned off by Christianity are like, well, like I don't want someone telling me what to do. Like God has all these commands. There's a Ten Commandments and laws, and He's all these rules and do's and don'ts. Like mm-hmm. I don't want that, right? I don't mm-hmm. want that. Okay, but you're only looking at one side of it. Like yeah. what about all His promises? promises. 
Like those are also true. Like we have to trust that this person that we are going to follow, this God who's in control of us, who's our master, is not just like a tyrant. Right. Like he's actually good and loving mm -hmm. and he wants to like give us things and, and do good. He wants us to prosper and to have joy. Yeah. And like experience like a full, complete life. For like sure. He wants good things for us. Yeah. Do we trust that part of him? Yeah. And I, 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 it's hard. It is hard. Like even even now being like a, a what I would mm -hmm. consider a mature believer, which is funny because I think about like listening to this when I'm like 40 mm -hmm. and like mature. <laughs> mature. <laughs> you didn't know nothing. Uh, but thinking about it, like the commands of God are very difficult. Like those, just the one that Francis mm -hmm. Chan said, like if you like a, a a word of rebuke is better than a, a hidden Open love. rebuke is better than hidden love. Yeah. It's in Proverbs. Yeah. And you're just like, dang, like. I don't know if I could tell, like, my whole, like, if, honestly, if Jeff, if you was doing something, like, wild, and I'm like, okay, you know, and then Josiah was like, hey, you gotta talk to Jeff, like, I saw him at the mall with this person, it would be like, I'm not gonna lie, like, it would be difficult for me to literally, like, bring that up, because I would just think to myself, yeah, gotta get him, like, gotta, like, gotta turn him around, like, somebody else will tell somebody him, somebody will tell him, or he'll, or he'll get caught up, or whatever, but, like, as a brother, like, I need to be able to say, Bro, you know you can't be doing this. Like because you're gonna have to stand before for God. God. That's the biggest thing. I, I don't want you to stand before your creator and have to answer for this. For this. And not repent. Duh, it's not worth it, bro. Like, and it's weird because like you could see like our relationship. So you think, mm -hmm. oh, it'd be easy for you. Confronting people about sin is not mm -hmm. easy. I don't care how close you are to them. Yeah, man. Like the some closer people, you are almost the harder. I think it is. yeah, because even and I, I think about this with patient. Even though we are really, really close to patient, I don't think that anyone's ever gotten past the fact that he's our pastor. Mm. Like, no one is like, like, you, we understand that, like, patient is legitimately our brother, and, like, mm -hmm. we can laugh, we can joke, but there are certain things that, like, it's just, like, it, he's going to come and tell you. Mm -hmm. Like, he has no, and he's from Congo, so mm -hmm. it makes a huge difference. Oh, yeah. But he doesn't care. Like, he's like, no, this because is wrong. Look, gonna, I got to stand before exactly. God. Exactly. You're about to, I'm more loyal to the name to you. <laughs> And he will tell you in a heartbeat, yeah. but when it comes to like your people around you in your circle, um, it's difficult. I, I, I've had to like confront people about sin before. And I was like, yo, like I feel weird. And this is two things. One is like, you know, that you have your own sins. Mm -hmm. So like now I got to go tell somebody else. And it's like, dang, I feel like a hypocrite. Mm -hmm. And I don't even want to say anything because I feel like a hypocrite. But now you're just both living in sin. There's, there's no point. But I think that's like, that's like a, it can be such a help because we're not meant to judge, right? Like that's uh, reserved yeah. for Jesus, right? And yeah. something that I struggle with yeah. is judgment. That boy, Jeff. I Jeff. judge. And I, and I have to like, God has to remind me constantly like, no, dude, you're no better. Mm -hmm. Right? But that's where the... I think we can actually come and be helpful. It's like, hmm. hey, fam, like I'm struggling with stuff. I see. I got to tell you, like what you're doing uh, is not good. Yeah. And I, I can't judge you because mm -hmm. I'm just as bad. Just as guilty. I do yep. X, Y and Z. Yeah. But like we got to look out for each other because like God, this is not cool. We're supposed to be following him. Mm -hmm. He has he's commanded us to do certain things and not do certain things. Which would allow that person to go to do the same for you. Right. So sometimes you'll feel like, okay, I don't want to say anything. I don't want to follow this command mm -hmm. of God.
because I don't want to hurt my brother or sister because, you know, if I call them out, then they're going to call me out. Mm-hmm. Well, that's how it's supposed that's to how be. It should be. We should be laid in on that. So the commands yeah. of God are not as, uh, they're not as like, gruesome as you think. Like, mm-hmm. yes, they are there. And yes, they can be hard to follow. But like, but I have when you follow them, yeah, you trust them. That his ways are higher than my ways. That he, <clears throat> the reason why he put this in place is to help me. Yes. I have to trust. I mean, I understand it, but I have, have to, to trust, trust it. it. Yeah. And you understand that those those commands, I think almost all the commands of God are connected to some type of promise. Yes, absolutely. So like if you do these things, like the, there are blessings in doing them. Yes. So if you believe in the commands of God and you think they're all harsh and mean or whatever, they're not to destroy you. They're literally to prosper you. So if you do do them, then the promises attached to them also come to you. Yes. So it's like if I tell my children, hey, if you eat all your food or hey, eat all your food. If you eat all your food, you'll get ice cream at the end. They fully understand, mm-hmm. okay, I don't want to eat this because dad put mushrooms in it. But I'm going to eat this because I know what comes after. So they they, mm-hmm. they obey to get what is coming after. Uh, even Jesus in the cross had to do the same thing. Yes, yes, I will endure this cross, mm-hmm. but I will do it for the glory that the joy comes that's after. Coming. Yes. The joy that was set before him. Dude. Yeah, man. That changes is, everything. That's good. Yeah, this was a... Uh, we could probably talk about this more. There's like a lot yeah. when it comes to freedom. But I just hope that like people are encouraged. Definitely. And I feel like this is something that that should be shared with like people who struggle to believe or who are non-believers. Like I think this is a an excellent starting point mm-hmm. to have a conversation is to talk about freedom. Because I think it's something that everybody can relate to Amen. and that everybody thinks about. Um this is like one of the best ways to approach the conversation with somebody like, hey, like, have you considered that you're not in control? That's that we're not in control, even yeah. if you don't believe in God, like consider. Let's just talk about freedom. For mm-hmm. instance. Like, do you think that we should have absolute freedom? Who can draw the line? Like, I just think these are these are good, great questions, good ways to approach people that we care about, that we want to you know, get right with God. We want everybody to get right with God. We know not everybody is going to. Mm-hmm. The road is narrow. Few but will we find gotta it. Do our, we got to do our part. Yeah, but we got to try to help as many people find it as possible and follow yeah. Jesus. Yep. Yeah, man. So thank you guys for another episode. Um, shout out to y'all. Please, you know, support us on Patreon. Please. Support us on YouTube. And yeah, that, that Patreon's going up. So it's I want you to know, if, you're, if you are on Patreon, you are not the only one giving there are more people out there yes, giving. And you uh, are not just giving for nothing, man. We are getting closer to, um, you know, getting some equipment that will make yes. this even better. Mm-hmm. Um, we're able to get these lights. Hey, you see the shine? You see the lights. You that was paid shine? for by you guys, our yes. supporters. We really appreciate that. Thank y'all. Um, so just, just we thank you for your continued support and uh, share this with as many people as possible, man. We want people to be blessed and and uh, get the gospel you know, out there, man. Yeah, and if this helped you at all, anyway. like in any 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 portion, uh, let us know. Also, mm-hmm. like and subscribe mm-hmm. on YouTube. That definitely helps us get all of our content out to more people. Mm-hmm. Uh, tell your friends, tell your auntie, tell your uncles mm-hmm. uh, that we would love for y'all just to come and just to experience at least a little bit of what we got to mm-hmm. talk about. Um, and if you agree or disagree, we are all for it. Yeah. So man. feel free to leave something in the comments in the chat uh, or hit us up on Instagram if you want. Hey, real quick, before I, before we get up out here, I got to shout out, uh, I want to make sure I get his YouTube name right, man, my boy, 
1969, man. Shout it out to you, bro. Appreciate your comments on our YouTube. He left us some really cool comments. Oh. Kind of went back and forth. He's also one of my brother's uh, supporters as well. Hey. Shout out to you, bro. Let's go. And uh, we're, Thank praying, you. we're praying for you, man. Definitely. All right, guys. We're going to get up out of here. Love right. y'all. See y'all on the next one. Peace.